0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Kashris, presented by the Kashrus Awareness Project in conjunction with Torah Anytime. Today, I am privileged to be joined by Joe Floor of Joe Floor Events. Joe, thank you for coming back once again for this conversation. Last time we met, uh, we spoke about uh, your company, Joe Floor Events, getting a Ashkaha, which, like I said last time, we, we commend you for that. You're definitely uh, an example to other businesses that it could be done and it should be done. You spoke about the fact that the financial uh, aspect was not even uh, a concern to you because you felt doing the right thing is ultimately going to be to your benefit. And the fact that, you know, Kalkara came out about home-based businesses which opened your eyes to the need for Ashkocha and and things like that. And I'm sure that your ability to run a successful party planning business uh, with a hashka is, is going to inspire other people to do the same, whether they're a home-based business or a party planning business. What I'd like to uh, speak to you for a few minutes today is the, the, are the practical applications of having a hashka, especially a business like yours, which has so many moving parts. Your party planner, which like we discussed last time, is, involves a lot of coordination, caterer, venue, rentals, and so on and so forth. Describe for us on a practical level, how does a a cautious organization supervise such a, a, you know, complex operation? Sure.
1: So every job is obviously different, but we'll start with the basics. So every job, as soon as it's confirmed, um, I send the Ashkacha notification of the day of of the the event, location, and then I start going through the caterer, everything, what I'm renting, with the vendors, everything that's related to food gets listed down in there. Um, and then the Ashkach do their research, which one's okay, which one's not okay, and if it's not, we'll, we'll change it out. They'll let you know. They'll let us know, we'll change it out. If it's any liquor, they'll check all the bottles, they'll
0: go through the lists, and make sure everything is approved beforehand. Um, so we're talking about, let's say for a typical event, the venue itself, the, if you're, are you, do you typically make food on site, or, or are you usually getting ready-made food? I'm usually from a getting venue.
1: ready-made, but if you want to know, we'll do, let's say, like a barbecue type of thing, it's made on site. Mm-hmm. But the Meshkiah will let them know what we're getting and where we're getting everything from. Some things will be from Cater, some things will be, let's say, you know, ordering stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it will be approved by them, make sure everything is okay. And then obviously on the day of the job, the Meshkiah will, double, will go through everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you're using a venue and it needs koshering, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, they'll, they'll check that out and make sure that the For koshering sure. is done sure. appropriately. But, so
1: if it's a non-Jewish venue, it's a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. because obviously you have the issue with their kitchen and their, their equipment. It's always, you have to be a lot more on site, because mm-hmm. there's a lot more things to watch out for, and a lot of things they try to slip in. If they use, especially venues that use their own staff, they're used to their things, and they'll just grab a knife from here and use the thing. So you have to really be in top. And I've been, I've been to events, I've done events like in non-Jewish places, and they're trying to sneak in things, because really? they're trying to impress. They uh-huh. And they have, oh, we ran out of this, let's try to get it And in. And they're catching them.
0: Wow, happens
1: a lot of non-Jewish families have this thing, so you have to really be on top of the game with these things.
0: The the reason why that's an eye-opener to me is not because I'm shocked that they're trying to do that, but I mean, what in the world would happen if a party planner is arranging such an event and there's no there's no moshkiach. It's scary to <laughs> it's know there's scary no scary oversight. Know. Oh. Um, we know that uh, especially elite chefs are very possessive about their you know their knives, their exactly. utensils, right? And and like you said, if they're if there's no deterrent there's no one stopping them who, who you know what what is going to stop them from sneaking things in or even not in a not in a bad way they just how would they know what the co- what know. the kosher standards are for the average Orthodox Jew if it's a non-Jewish absolutely. venue yeah absolutely so so they'll check out the venue if you're getting food proper you know already prepared your your supervising agency which uh, you can mention who who's Ashkacha you under KCL KCL so the KCL of Lakewood They'll go through, I guess they'll make sure that wherever you're getting the prepared food from that it's an approved entity. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned drinks. If you're having a a bar of some sort.
1: Yeah, so either the bar we're hiring or if you bring any liquor, everything gets, let's say a lot of times the venue provides liquor. If they have a liquor license, you can bring in outside liquor, so you have to use their liquor. Mm -hmm. So... They sometimes send us the list, and everything gets approved before. And, and obviously, the day of, they'll Mashiach will go through everything that's there, because obviously you can't trust them what they actually right.
0: brought. Right, right, right. So they'll have to go through the whole bar and make sure that everything there is certified. Yeah, as far um, as a lot of
1: juices have issues as well.
0: Uh huh. I, I, there's no. I mean, is is there a way to ensure? I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm. I might be asking a loaded question, but is is there a way to ensure that an event is? Totally kosher without having proper supervision in in your without eyes? Yeah, done this? Yeah, without any supervision.
1: Meaning a lot of event planners hire caterers and the caterers and the rishkacha, so they're they're watching their thing. Doesn't mean they're necessarily watching everything else. Yeah, but it, so
0: they're hiring a caterer. A caterer may be maybe the kitchen may be on the highest yeah. level of kashas, but what's going out in the ballroom where you have let's right. say a sushi a sushi station and a and a drink station and a. Right. Uh, bu- uh, you know a waffle station and this station that may be independent 100%. vendors 100%. right so i mean uh, mm-hmm. it could it could be trouble absolutely yeah for sure uh talk about the benefits we spoke a little about it last last episode um but again i, I think it's important to bring out the benefit of having that those extra hands of, of a mashkiach, of a supervising agency really working not against you they're not looking to right. catch and make problems, they're really there as allies to help mm-hmm. your operation make it more efficient. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Sure, I mean I've had
1: as far as efficiency, I mean I had one of the scenarios that we hired additional ashkacha. the venue had ashkacha, which, and the, the customer wanted something a little more than that, so mm-hmm. we hired a additional ashkacha, and they saw that we rented something from one of the places they didn't, that ashkacha didn't improve this the cutlery. Uh-huh. The day of the event, I just called another rental place which they approved and they sent down. Meshkiach was very impressed. He's like, i mm-hmm. never seen the... These try to squeeze, make it happen, the party plan is... I was like, the customer hired a shkacha uh, because he wants to have proper... his standards. Like mm-hmm. uh, That's his job. So if he's doing his job, we got to do it... we've got to service what the customer wants. So that's... that's one thing. I mean, over in the kitchen, I mean, some of the caterers that I work with, the, the Meshkiach really helps out a lot. They're mm-hmm. doing a lot of the management. They're they know the situation, they, they work with the caterer and they know they know how they things know work, the system. They, know, they know the system, yeah they're, they're trained they're, they're good managers on right, site right. so it's like having the best manager on site they're tra- well trained in, in, in the halacha stuff and
0: in kitchen stuff so it just makes the event flow. It, it, it's good to hear. Um, now I, I'm sure it's easier sometimes when you're doing local events um, in the tri-state area. You live in Tom's River your, your supervising agency is based out of Lakewood so it's a little more convenient when you're in the tri-state area when you do events out you, you know I know you do events across the country um, talk about how, how how much more complex is that yeah so it's really the Ashkoch has to send so and down so
1: it makes it complicated in their end sometimes but sometimes I work with a caterer that caters travel mm-hmm. the ca- local caterers can work around the United States so they come along with their team and the Meshkiach and everything else so that makes a lot of it easier, and a lot of the food, a lot of stuff, some stuff gets shipped in. Some mm-hmm. things get vendors send things frozen, and we could bring in things from everywhere, New York, Jersey. So you know, we stick with the vendors that are approved. Right, right. Now
0: you mentioned before about the uh, about sometimes the non-Jewish staff, m- whether they mean it or not, trying to sneak things in. A- any any other eye-opening scenarios that come to mind where, like, you breathe this sigh of relief because. You know your team or your mashkiach, really caught something on, on on site at one of these events.
1: But you have cases that um, let's say they have these these either omelet stations, right? So you have the guys turning on and off the flame every single time because they don't want to get hot every time. Sure. On and off. He's have Bishlakum. So.
0: so I want to tell you an interesting thing. I was at an event, um, the Art Scroll Talmud Shalmi Sium, at the Trump Doral, yeah. in in Florida. Uh, not the, I'm not a big trendsetter. I don't. am a jet setter. I don't okay. travel a lot, but I happen to have been at the event, and uh, it was an amazing thing. That's why I'm, I'm mentioning. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I saw uh, from fellow standing near the Amut station, basically doing nothing, mm-hmm. and and I was wondering why he was standing there. So I said, introduced myself. I said, "Oh, are you a guest there?" He said, "No, no, I'm actually working for the for the caterer. I forget which Rava Marsha was." And, uh, and I said, are you standing here for Kasha's purposes? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, you see these, these are self-standing omelet makers with a, um, propane? with a propane tank. And he said, basically, if the fire goes out, I'm here to make sure I'm going to relight yeah. the fire. And he was there the entire yeah. breakfast just for the omelets right. to make sure that if the fire went out, that the non-Jewish workers didn't turn it back on, right. he turned it back on. Yes, now, sir. if you don't have a if you don't have a, a Hashka agency overseeing your operation, and you're a party planner and you're serving omelets and you have such a station, th- there's no way to ensure that if a fire goes out, that they're not going to turn it back on. I'm just practical example.
1: Sure. I mean, the, the waiters that work a lot with the Jewish clients, they know. They stay even like the shaving dishes lighting the, the flames for the sternos. Right, right. So the waiters then know, no, But the new people, the new waiters, you get new staff, they do not familiar with this thing, they just light them and whatever. They, they come there inside, they fill it with wood and they light them. But the trained waiters, or mashkiach is there, he knows when they're doing that to be around, to
0: make sure they, they, they don't light it. I would say, you know, as we conclude this conversation, I would say the most comforting thing for a consumer is to know that the head of the company they're employing in this case, party planners, that the, that the guy in charge, or the woman in charge, is a someone who really cares, not just about the reputation, but uh, to make sure that everything is being done on the highest level. And in, in, in your case, having someone like you, who's so tuned in and so passionate, uh, not just about the quality of your product, but about the cash's of the product, really m- should make the consumer so much more comfortable. And on that note, as we conclude, could, is there any message that you could give to any business owner out there who, who's been on the fence? They may be, they thought about getting They're not sure, they're worried about the money, they're worried about the time, they're worried about the nuisance. Um, you know, just one final message encouraging them that at the end of the day, they could only benefit from such a thing. Right, I mean, I was, I guess, a little bit skeptical also in the beginning.
1: Like it's gonna be complicated. I'm not gonna be able to use this vendor and that vendor and this caterer and that caterer. Um, turns, I mean, it ended up working to my benefit. I work with certain caterers that are very good, um, and help me. And it's very shoring to know that you don't have the li- You don't have this liability that mm-hmm. you have hundreds of people that you're serving that may be eating something that's questionable or
0: worse than that. I like what you are saying, almost, that you could have the manuch sanefish, the sanafish. serenity, serenity. You're getting the peace insurance. of mind, and you could focus on what you do best, exactly, which is creative party planning. That is your forte. Right. That's, that's what you're good at. And you don't have to have that extra burden on your head right. of also worrying about the kashas. Yeah. Not everybody in the catering or
1: food business is necessarily trained in every aspect. And even no. if they are, they can't necessarily oversee everything. It's not, not possible. Right. And if you have someone that's dedicated to doing that, how, To whichever scale it is, it's small or big, you know, every every scenario is different. If you have, like, let's say say we do a smaller event, and it's not a non-Jewish venue, these things are not so complicated. They just come, they check everything out, everything is running smoothly, they they check all the vendors are okay, and that's it. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily have to be around the whole time as long as they check everything. Um, And the same thing with small home businesses, it could be even less than that. Sometimes they install, like, a camera, and they just check in every once in a while. Things like that, it's not that expensive and your customers are, are guaranteed to go with the cashier standards of the Torah the proper way, mm-hmm. it's
0: it's very comforting. I think you sleep better at night as well, right? Yeah, for sure. Because you have the menuch san nefesh to you, uh, continued Hatzlacha. I hope that your business continues to explode and uh, the Rabbani Shalom should uh, bench you with uh, continued Hatzlacha for, for really taking that Uh, proper step and serving as an example to so many other businesses. Thank Thank you. you for joining us. Thank you for having me.